Hello, and welcome back to the CDI podcast. I'm Emily Cooper Yates, Project Coordinator for the Center for Community and Economic Development and the Community Development Institute at the University of Central Arkansas. We are so excited to carry the CDI podcast into its third season. And um, our premiere episode includes an incredible guest, uh, UCA Chief of Staff, Amy Whitehead. Amy has served as Chief Amy has served as Chief of Staff at UCA since 2019. Amy formally served as the Director of CCED and CDI and is the 2021 recipient of the CDI Bill Miller Award. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Emily. I am so excited to be a guest today. Looking forward to the questions. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, To start us off, can you tell us a little bit about your career and how you got to where you are today? I'd be happy to tell you about how I got to where I am today. Uh, It can probably be summed up in right place, right time. (laughs) Um, As in so much of life, some of it was I got lucky and I had a lot of help from other people. Um, But I will say that when I first started in community and economic development, I was very blessed because I was also working on my graduate degree, my master's of science in community and economic development when I was given an opportunity to begin working in the field. So that was really helpful to be learning about community development, economic development, and at the same time be applying it every day in my work. That's not always an opportunity that a graduate student is given. And the individuals that I worked with were very skilled and very experienced in economic development. And so I had these mentor relationships where I really got to uh, learn on the job and then learn in the classroom. And so that was critical to all of the future things that came for me on my career path. So I was able to stay at UCA once I got my master's degree and come on full-time as a project coordinator, Emily, um, for our community and economic development programs. And At that time, I was given some really diverse opportunities to grow my skills and my understanding of what it means to be a practitioner. So I had service opportunities. I was given leadership roles. I was able to volunteer for state boards and regional boards related to community and economic development. I had all different types of projects, community-based projects, some research, some applied. I got to work all over the state. I was able to continue my own professional development and get some key certifications. And so when you put all of that together, there was an accelerated period of learning for me, probably in the first five years um, in the field. From there, I was given an opportunity to advance into higher roles within the team to where eventually um, I became the director and then the associate vice president of the division of outreach. And that included some oversight of some other functional areas there in the division. So all of that, those connections I made and those experiences really set me up very nicely to be able to take on a broader leadership role at the institution. So here I am as as chief of staff. And luckily, I still get to work with many of those community development and economic development programs that we have on campus. And I know that we'll, we'll get into that a little further in our conversation. That's awesome. I love how much experience you have. And it seems 
like you're one of the rare folks who kind of, um, you didn't kind of stumble into this field exactly. <laughs> so um, that's really cool to hear. Um, so uh, can I, I just say that, yeah, there's a lot of entry points mm-hmm, for into sure. this field and people come from very different backgrounds, but right. that's one thing I love about the field is people can apply their passions and life experiences to really make an impact on their community. And you yeah. don't always have to start with that formal training. It's always good to get the training and that's why yeah. resources like CDI are good, but there's so many entry points into this work. Right. I feel like, um, all of the CDI podcast interviews, uh, kind of culminates to that for sure. So, <laughs> Um, so how do you see UCA supporting community and economic development across the state of Arkansas? And why is it important for universities to be involved to be involved in the community and economic development process? That's a really good question. And there's so many ways I can take it, but I will say this that UCA for 30 plus years has been committed to being a steward of this region, of this state, of this part of the country, when it comes to how we share our resources and expertise with communities. We know that we can be a driver of positive change and we have resources and expertise to help communities do that. Um, So because it's part of our official role and scope, the University of Central Arkansas has that as part of our official role and scope with the Arkansas Department of Higher Education I think that tells you a lot about what's distinct about UCA and our commitment in this area. So I think we'll continue to see um, UCA to be involved with communities at some level, though we're always evolving and finding new ways to do that. I also think that, uh, you know, we've said this in CDI, it's been said in a lot of different places, but a rising tide lifts all boats. So that's one of the reasons CDI started is because these private sector corporations knew that if the communities where they had services thrived and grew and were more successful, that they as a company would be successful too. So that was a great reason for them to invest in economic development. And you could say the same thing about UCA. When our state, when our community is thriving, we have that reciprocal relationship where it helps us as an institution too. And so we've got to be invested in those communities in return. They invest back in us by entrusting us with their taxpayer dollars, with their students and their bright minds, um, our alumni with their giving. So we have a best interest in the success of the communities in this area. Uh, And I think that will continue. Uh, And that's what's going to set universities apart, in my opinion, and what is what has set us apart in the past. That's really great and really great insight. Um, are, um, can you share a little about the UCA Extension Services Group? What is that group and why is it important? Yeah, so when I was offered the position of Chief of Staff by President Houston Davis, he said, Amy, one of the special projects or areas that I want you to focus on is bringing together all of these programs on our campus that are doing some facet of community or economic development or talent development and help them find synergies among one another and tell our story to the state and to those key 
um, decision makers um, that we interact with on a regular basis. And so the Extension Services Group, and, and we're coming up with kind of a new brand and a new way to talk about our work, but it is made up of your team, you know, at the Center for Community and Economic Development, which includes the Community Development Institute, our data sciences programs, which are newly approved, and our cybersecurity and computer science programs, very high demand, cutting edge type of skills that we are trying to um, give to our students so that they can help our local economy. The Conductor, it's a public-private partnership between UCA and Startup Junkie Consulting. And so we're supporting entrepreneurship development in our region of the state by partnering um, on the Conductor. And the Conductor also oversees UCA's Makerspace, which is a really neat way for our community, our students, our employees to be able to go and use new technologies like 3D printers and other tools they have there to tinker, to innovate, to test out ideas, to see if they're ready for market. And so the makerspace is just another tool in that toolkit to support innovation and entrepreneurship. And then we have the Coding Academy, the Arkansas Coding Academy. It just celebrated its five year um, anniversary. And so we know there is a demand for skilled workers in the technology industry. And that program is really there to meet that demand. Um, and the university, again, we believe we can drive workforce development, talent development in all these different ways. And the beautiful thing about this is that when we talk about economic development, we know that there's not one way to do economic development. You can have business attraction, you can have business retention and expansion. You can have small business development and entrepreneurship. Uh, but then you bring in other aspects of economic development that can't be ignore, ignored, which is workforce development and leadership development. Without those things, you're going to uh, not be as successful. And so all these programs that are part of the Extension Services Group allow us to speak and live into those different aspects of economic development. But then we can work together because we know we have some shared stakeholders across those groups. So it's really exciting the way that those different organizations and players all under the UCA umbrella are starting to come together and support each other in new ways. And we're going to be rolling out even more of those success stories over the next year. So I know our audience who may be listening today will be looking for that in the future. That's really exciting to hear and really cool. I like to, it's kind of like, you know, you've always had these, uh, you've lived in a neighborhood, but you haven't really got to meet your neighbors. <laughs> so that's really cool. I'm excited to see what happens with that group. Thank you. Um, and how we're involved. Uh, so are there other ways the campus community is supporting or promoting community and economic development in the region or even the state? Yeah, I was really excited uh, when you sent me the list of possible questions that this question was on there because there are a lot of ways that UCA is supporting our state and its economic development. First of all, say back in 2019, we commissioned a economic impact analysis for UCA from IMSI. EMSI, and they looked at what is the impact of this university on the state of Arkansas. And we knew the impact was great, but to be able to quantify it with a tried and true 
method that's used for institutions and organizations all across the country, that was really valuable to have that information. And so when we got the final results from that economic impact analysis, it showed that we made over $1 billion of economic impact in just a year, (laughs) just a year, you know, and so $1 billion, I mean, that's, that's an awesome number to come out of your mouth. Um, so when you break that down and you look at, well, how did UCA have that economic impact? There's a lot of different ways. If you just look at our operations spending alone, it's over $110 million annually. So just the goods we're buying, the people we're paying, um, the things that we're doing to operate are having a really positive impact. Um, in this state. And in our own community, Conway, we're one of the largest employers here. So obviously, we're going to have a seat at the table when it comes to economic development, just in our own local community. But then you also look at our construction. If you've driven through our campus in the last couple of years, you've seen the construction happening, not only um, kind of remodeling um, some buildings so that we can sustain them and extend the life of them over many years, but also new construction when it comes to the Wingate Center for Fine and Performing Arts, which will open next year, or the Integrated Health Sciences Building, which opened um, this year. These are major construction projects that are employing a lot of people, and that money that we're spending on those is really turning over in the economy. So um, just some of those ways um, that we are just working are impacting the economy. We bring in visitors. Our students who come, we have 10,000 students. So when they come to Conway, you know, most of them are from the state of Arkansas, but just our local economy here really benefits from the spending of those students. And then we're able to attract really high quality residents. Some of those students who graduate, they stay and they live here like myself. I came to Conway, loved it and never left. But then we also have really diverse Um, employees who come from all over the country, all over the world, who bring those different backgrounds, cultures, expertise, and scholarship to our community. And that really creates a kind of culture and quality of life here that you don't see in other places. Um, If you look at the research and you look at where is growing Arkansas, what places are growing, you'll notice that the places that have an institution of higher education are the places that have all a lot of the energy and the growth. And so I think having three institutions of higher education here in Conway has certainly been a benefit for, for this community. Um, so that economic impact report, there's a lot to it, including what does the taxpayer get back when they invest $1 in our institution? What's the return on that investment? Whenever you are a student and you invest tuition dollars, what kind of return can you expect? And our society what does our society get out of its investment in us? And it turns out you get a lot. The ROI on that investment is great. So I probably talked about that long enough, but uca.edu forward slash economic impact, you can see the full report and the really the true impact that we're having on the state. But beyond that, we know we're really fulfilling a workforce development pipeline that's so critical when it comes to technology-based companies, which almost every company these days is Mm technology-based, healthcare companies. We know there's a dire need for nurses and healthcare practitioners in the state. That's why the Integrated Health Sciences Building 
I really talk about that and our Wingate Building for Fine and Performing Arts. Those are economic development drivers for this region, not only because we're fulfilling a pipeline of needed workers, but because we're going to have the culture that can help us compete as a region to attract new residents and investment. So certainly those, those areas are ways beyond just our extension services group or the center that we're really uh, making an impact here. Uh, and then finally, just in your own division, we have other ways that we're contributing to the state. I think about the AmeriCorps um, mm -hmm. workers that we have and the community work that they're doing and service learning. So there's just this really wide array of ways that we have a positive influence on those around us. And you can't quantify all of them, but you see it on a day-to-day -day basis um, if you live and work in this part of the state. That is some amazing perspective. Thanks for that. And really exciting information too from the um, economic impact report. So um, our final question or my final question is, what is your vision for UCA engaging in and supporting community and economic development in the future? Well, again, I'm going to go back to that extension services group. We can always do more together. And so as those different groups affiliated with that work began to uh, find those opportunities, I see our impact only increasing. I know that we're going to continue to be committed um, to this region and being a steward of place as long as President Davis is our president and as long as I'm chief of staff, those are going to be priorities for this institution. And so I think that is that is part of the vision is we're not only going to continue what we're doing, but we're always going to look for ways to be innovative and respond over time to what the needs of our state are. And so it's hard to say we're going to do X, Y, Z in five years because it's going to really depend on what our state needs from us at that time. And I think your team and others at this institution have shown that we have the ability to pivot and to, to move on a dime to be responsive to those needs. And I only see that continuing. So um, it's exciting. I think, I think it's an exciting time to be at UCA and be involved in this work. Definitely. Well, Amy, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the CDI podcast. We appreciate your leadership on campus and your continued support and partnership of our team at CCED. I am so pleased I got to come on and speak with you today. And you all keep up the great work you're doing. You're making an incredible um, mark on the state. And I know our community leaders are so thankful for all you do for them. So thank you for that. Well, thanks so much. All right. On upcoming episodes, the CDI podcast will feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us next week on the CDI podcast.